Welcome to the Fabric Podcast, where we explore company culture and how it scales as a company grows. Brought to you by the team at The Receptionist, a bootstrapped Denver-based software company. Each episode of Fabric will set out to uncover unique and uncommon answers to the question, how do companies of any size create a culture and core values that employees actually live out? On this episode of the Fabric Podcast, we're joined by Director of Sales, Tom Foster. Tom fills us in on what the team looks like now at the beginning of 2020 and the growth we expect to have this year and into next. And can I tell you, we are going to have a huge sales team at the end of next year. It's really exciting. So Tom shares what it's like to create new positions and transition from one role to the next and the collaboration that really is key as these roles change and evolve. He talks about his philosophy as a manager, which really isn't about managing. It's more about leading. And we chat a lot about growth, both personally and professionally. We wrap up with some really important tips for anyone who is looking to have personal or professional growth. And as always, whenever Tom is on the show, we have a lot of fun. We hope you enjoy. Tom, I'm so excited to have you back on the podcast. How are you doing today? Wonderful. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. Okay, so let's dive right in. We're talking about the sales team. Who's yes. on the team right now? It's not just you. Oh, who no. do you have? Actually, I had a, this is a great thing. I'll go through all the people, but yesterday I had an experience where we had a sales strategy meeting and we would use Zoom. So there were multiple people and we're at two rows now. I'm, I'm very excited. Yes. That, <laughs> so, that is exciting. Yeah, we're, and we're growing more. So right now I have Andy, um, A-N-D-E-E, who is, in, we call her affectionately A2 because our CEO, Andy Alsop, is also Andy. So she loves the nickname. She's a business development rep for BDR. Then we have Kaylee Channing, who's also currently a BDR slash account manager. Um, as I'm transitioning her into her next role, obviously, we're still going through the duties of you know the business development rep, training up Andy, et cetera. Um, and then we have Samantha Penrod, who is our account executive who earned a promotion last year. So she's uh, had her biggest month in the history of forever last month with 61. Awesome. Um, and then Quinn Walsh, who's our enterprise account executive. Um, also had a record uh, month <laughs> last month too. So Love it. we're starting 2020 out with a with a bang. Um, and then of course there's me. Um, and then you. We can't yeah, forget you. you. So that's yeah. that's awesome. So the team is definitely growing, and um, we have a 21 operational plan where we're going to just grow overall. But how is that going to affect the sales department? What sort of growth do you expect to see there? <sighs> Tremendously. Um, so my plan is to put on eight more this year. So wow. we're very aggressively growing. I mean, I, I do the building for the whole entire sales team kind of as a grassroots or a ground up type of approach because I look at, at the BDR role as the farm. Um, I'm planning. That's where I put the time in. That's where I put the training in because with our product, it's not something that you can just come in like, I don't know, like say a credit card processing where it's pretty cut and dry. This product has so many nuances and so many different vertical markets that we really need the individuals to learn the product holistically by doing <laughs> in a nutshell. Right. So I'm looking at putting eight more on this year. The only person I'll probably bring in from the outside will be a channel account manager. Um simply because that is a pretty cut and dry thing. But it's just gonna go BDR to account man BDR to account manager, account manager to um, account executive. Um and then there'll be some other positions that open up as we build out our what is called our pod structure um, for specific verticals. Then 2021, we're gonna slow down and only hire seven. <laughs> okay. Only so, seven in 2021. 
Yeah. So we have uh, the biggest growth department budget is being put into sales because quite honestly, Michael and Kayla um, are just, they're feeding in our marketing. Michael's our director of marketing is feeding us so many good, solid leads, appointments, things that are coming up that we really, we don't want to tell them to slow down by any means, but we are fast and furious catching up with what they're bringing us because it's really, we're all hitting that hockey stick and going that next direction up. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. So good growth already, more growth in 2020, and then slows down slightly in 2021. <laughs> Just a little bit. So yeah. can you share with us some of the challenges of creating these new positions and duties and transitioning from one role to another as the team grows? How's how's that been going? It has been very, I'll just use some of our acronyms, it's been very collaborative. So there's been a couple of things and I'm the first to admit when I make a mistake, like I say, well, let's do this. And then that's where we collaborate and say, mm-hmm. what about this? Or what about that? I have other members of our staff that we'll throw in. I love throwing things by Delin because Delin will be like, hey, because he looks at things from that engineering side and says, hey, right. what about that? You know, and of course, Andy's always involved. Andy Alsop, our CEO, is always involved in this. But it's been really a challenge, but yet an exciting challenge at the same time. Because when people think of positions like, established companies, you've got this role, this role, this role. That's it. Done. When you're a growing company, you have to remember the one thing that most people forget. It's that transition period, that transition part from one role to the next while you're scaling your company up. And that, for me, has been an exciting part, but also one of the most challenging parts because I don't want to put too much onto my people where they're like, I'm doing two jobs. I don't know what to do and getting overwhelmed. So it's been a very slow and gradual process where we're all really learning a lot of the parts together. And I have to give massive credit to Kaylee, um, our business development rep, because she came in on the business development rep and really helped define that role. And now A2 is defining it even further. So now when it's kind of funny, we joke about this, is that when the next person comes in, they're like, oh, well, this is already established. They don't realize what it's like to really build this up. But that, that has been one of the biggest hurdles um, besides making sure that we have the right people in place. Um, we've had many, many interviews with folks that have come in and we've just said they weren't 100% that culture fit, mm. weren't 100% what we were looking for. And we've had some really close ones, um, really, really, really close ones. <laughs> but there was just that little bit. And as a growing company, it's something that's very important that we keep that uh, culture intact. In so I'd say that's the biggest challenge is really that growth path. Like, because it, it used to change, it's changed since I started a little bit. Absolutely. So we'll we'll get back to growth in just a little bit, but can you tell us just a little bit about your philosophy as a manager through all of this and how fabric, our culture specifically fits into that? Yeah, for sure. So I'm kind of weird. I'll just put it like that. Um, <laughs> I personally don't feel you can manage people. I feel you can manage things. Um, mm-hmm. Like you can manage your taxes, you can manage your bills. You can't manage people. All you can really do is lead people and empowering them to become leaders themselves. That's what makes everything kind of run. Um, the term micromanagement, we've all heard it. We all grown. Probably some of you are like, Ugh, right yeah, now. I just, I just made a face. I don't know that this is going <laughs> to catch my face because I didn't make a noise, but I went, uh. So if you're watching this on video, I made a terrible face at micromanaging. Uh, yeah, Sorry. I mean, it's true. Back to well, you. Yeah, we all feel the same way. We've all had yeah. that experience where we worked at a company where the thumb was on us all the time. So my philosophy really is just to lead by example. I'm not going to ask them to do anything I personally won't do. Um, there is, um, I think, during our holiday party, Andy said to me, he said, you're a force to be reckoned with in all the right ways. 
because I don't expect anybody to do anything I myself won't do. And I think every part of the team understands that the, when I say, hey, let's do this, it's coming from experience. It's coming from something that I'm willing to do too. But I, I think my philosophy really is, is just go for it and be bold and don't be afraid to make a mistake. Um, as a leader, you cannot be afraid to go for it, to throw, you know, as my sleeves are rolled up, so roll your sleeves up and do a BDR yeah. job for two hours a day or go do an AE job. Or um, as we're working through the account manager role, um, Kaylee's like, hey, how do we make these phone calls? I said, hey, give me a list. Like it was just like this. I, Let's call them because we have to figure this out together. So I'd say my philosophy, if you will, as a manager is to be a leader as opposed to just telling people like, do, 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 do. It's like, here, watch, let's do this together. Because I don't look at it like the people that I, I bring up, it's not just for this job. It's for their life. Like it's lifestyle. Right. Like it's beyond that. I had a mentor years ago and I would love to have the individuals under my care. That's how I really look at it is that I want them to have that same experience to where, you know, in 20 years, they're like, yeah, I worked with Tom and man, that was great. And it was worked with, not for. And I think that's yeah. a big part. So. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you're looking at as as life skills that really talks to the growth that can happen in these positions. And obviously that's important for anybody, no matter what their role. So what's your approach and mentality when it comes to really helping the team members grow within their roles into other roles mm-hmm. and hopefully not beyond? I mean, we don't want to lose anybody just yet, right? So let's <laughs> talk about now. How are you helping them grow here? Okay. Now, now we'll talk about, yeah. <laughs> um, for those of you who get that Spaceballs reference. Uh, but anyway. So I don't think any two people are the same. So I don't believe in a one size fits all approach to leading individuals, to training people. I have outlines and those outlines are very loose and I want to figure out how the person learns. I had a really incredible experience with Andy A2 um, as I was teaching her some of the things is that I wanted to really sit down and figure out how she learned and the best way to, to get the information that's here into her. Like, how do we get that information from my brain into her brain? And how do we get that information? And looking at people as this is what they do. It's not who they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So work is what we do. It's not actually who we are as human beings. And understanding that this little part, there's going to be some frustrations for them. Um, but it's okay. You know, when somebody brings a question over to me, I want to start challenging them. So when somebody brings me something, I usually will say, what would you do? How would you handle it? What would you take? And after a few times of asking that, they'll come and they'll say, here's my situation. Here's what I thought. What do you think? And then I can either then take actionable, um, you know, take something that's actionable or not. But really, that's what I try to do is have them understand that it's okay to make that decision on your own. Because ultimately, as this team in particular grows, there's not going to be enough hours or time in the day to make every single decision. So really empowering those people in your charge are is very important. And starting it from the VDR role all the way through, I think it's super important. Absolutely. And I love how helping that growth, it's it's collaborative in nature, right? It's not mm-hmm. just you telling them what to do. It's having them come up with, well, what might you do? And here's what I think. And let's come up with an idea and then empowering yeah. them to go with it. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, yeah, we've all worked awesome. for that person's like, do it this way. Why? Because yeah. it's the way we've always done it. No, <laughs> let's figure out more efficient methods. <laughs> It makes me think of like parenting, you know, and how like you, you feel like you're going to parent like, I say you do it like this. It's my way or the highway. And you're like, yeah, the kids don't respond to that. So no. it, it, I have to funny. change it up sometimes. Have nope. you done it where you've been like, oh my gosh, I just sounded like my dad. Yes. <laughs> Those kind of moments. Yeah, I got you. 
Yeah, I know. And we got to be careful. We don't slip into those like old managerial ways, right? The ways that we were managed in other places, you know, it can sometimes come out because it's old habits die hard. So I think it's really important to continue to make sure that, I mean, obviously we all live out our, our culture and our values, but, you know, just making sure that we continue to do that day in and day out and support Mm-hmm. support our team yeah i mean that's the biggest for us i think it's the biggest part is fabric you know fun yeah. fun obviously is easy authentic that's huge it's and this is I'm, I'm stopping on authentic for a reason is because when we all come into this it seems like we all kind of have a similar story where we had some uh we'll call it job trauma mm-hmm. <laughs> from previous life right um it takes a month or so to realize wow this really is real and authentic and this is the way that it is and then once a person gets past that, they then can learn to be bold. They're like, I can do this and I'm not going to get reprimanded. And it's not going to hurt, hurt me, yeah. hurt my career. It's okay. And you know that goes into the rest of respectful, innovative, and collaborative is that everything is really that full circle. And it all started with, you know, starts with the leadership team. You know, Jessica, our director of uh, customer experience, and Delenn, the director of engineering, and Andy, you know, obviously our CEO, you know, coming up with the fabric and having that for us to guide us. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It, it, yeah. it makes my job easy. We had a person come in from Canada to, or from, not from Canada, from Mexico to be a partner and we're not focusing. We're focusing on the U S and Canada. So it was really easy mm-hmm. for us to say, yeah, right now it's not a good, not a good time. We'll get back. Yeah. With you. Um, it helps. Yeah. Well, and part of what I love about this conversation is, you know, it's clear how much you love what you do, how much you love your team, how everyone is having fun and is collaborative and lives out our values. And I think that's so special on its own. But when you think of that related to sales, that's even more special because I think, you know, people just have this sometimes terrible idea of what salespeople are, (laughs) what the sales team does or how they approach things. So I think it's, you know, it feels refreshing. It shouldn't be, but it does feel really, you know, unique in what we're doing. We wish it wasn't, but (laughs) it is. Yeah. Well, we had a podcast a while ago called how not to make your sales Annoy people with your sales yes. pitch. I think it was mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yep. it's true. Authenticity yeah. and just being straight and saying, this is what our product does. This is what it doesn't do. I've had people yeah. say, I appreciate that kind of honesty. And that's that's the kind of example that you want to lead and have for your entire team. So it, it makes it easy and hard at the same time. You have these these values that are in here. You've got to find those people to fit those values in addition to being able to be teachable and coachable, especially in the business development role stuff. Right. And especially again, you know, we are not the traditional sales people or sales team and we want to see uh, our team members grow within themselves and within the company. So how are we creating a growth path for the sales team? Tell us more about that. Yeah. So this is the fun part. Um, So the the transition parts are the part that Mm -hmm. become good. But when I originally came in, one of the first things was creating the sales plan. And where are we going to get? How are we going to get to 2021? How are we going to get to over 10,000 locations? What are we going to do? So originally, I created the BDR to a senior BDR to an ISR to an account executive to an enterprise. But then I realized, wait, speaking with collaboratives, collaboratively speaking with Jessica in our customer experience team, so there's a hole in our process. And that's where the account manager role came in. And it's kind of the pass off. So developing on the fly, if you will, to better the, the entire experience for our customers has really been part of the sales process. And I don't kind of a weird way to do it, but it's customer driven, not so much revenue driven because we realize that our cu- without our customers, none of the rest of it matters. So we right. literally created a whole new position 
which is the account manager role, which is the individual. Now it's Kaylee, who's going to be taking individuals from the time they become a paying customer for a specific period of time, 15 to 30 days until they're comfortable with the product. And then we pass them off to customer experience. Um, so it's really kind of organic growing based on the true needs of what we have to keep what we created and keep it good and, and keep that, you know, we just, got, we got our um, patent for radical support it came in on December 24th. So it's patented. We don't take that lightly. It all has to fit in with fabric and radical mm-hmm. support and all these little things, they come together and it creates, it kind of is creating its own path. Um, it's an outline that's continually going to evolve because as we get bigger, we're going to need a manager for that pod because obviously mm-hmm. you can't talk to everybody. And then we're going to take the pod that we're creating now and create the exact same thing and then make it by vertical so that we can have specialists that are specific for that particular vertical. Maybe it's behavioral health, maybe it's manufacturing, but we're going to have people that specialize and, and really know the language. You know, like when you go into a, a, a manufacturing company, they use words and others were like, okay. Right. <laughs> Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, but we're going to have folks that have that kind of focus and that are that uh, for that industry, which I think is going to be really, really exciting over 2020 and 2021. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I bet, I bet we have listeners who are going, hmm, that sounds really <laughs> interesting. So don't forget to check out our careers page because as you can see, we are growing. So that's, yes. that's awesome about the professional growth. What about <laughs> personal growth for team members? How does that fit into all of this? This is one of the things that I'm extremely proud of. So the team and I, we have a lot of trust and we're able to talk to each other about pretty much anything um, and, and what things are going on in our life. And there becomes points where as a leader, you start to see folks that maybe are, you know, hitting that, that edge of burnout where it's like, okay, I've been busting my tail for, you know, a few years. And this happened with one of our team members. And I simply looked and I said, you know what you should do is you should, you should take some time off. Like, and most people are like, Really? I'm like, yeah. I'm just gonna tell you, coming back, 100% change because the human being. Remember, this is who. This is what we do. It's not who we are. Like this mm-hmm. is our gig. But to be able to come to us and say, "Hey, I'm having a struggle." I we call it putting your hand up. Like, hey, I'm struggling here. Help. Right. Um, we've all done it, and actually, Andy did it to me. He's one day. He's like, "Tom, you're working too much. You're taking Friday off." Period. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, sir." Um, because that we look out for each other's well being and being close enough and being bold enough to just say, Hey, look, I think it's time you take, you take a couple hours off you take some time off. You just relax and we'll do it. You know, Jess will um, be on intercom on a Friday and say, Tom, I got it. Go ahead. Or I'll look at Jess. I'll say, just, I got it. Go have fun. And having that well being um, is really, really important to us and to the culture club creating mm-hmm. programs that will allow us like Hannah um, is really heading up that culture club for us. Uh, but her heading that up with Sam and really coming up with ideas, a way to keep everybody involved in what we're doing. Um, it really, it really is neat. And, and focusing on the mental health space for mm-hmm. our customers. And then last year, like we volunteered and we did a donation for the brain run, which is a mental health organization, um, which yeah. was a 5k. And we did that. We're doing it again this year. Those things lead to an atmosphere and a culture where everybody feels comfortable saying, I need five. I need a break. I need to go see my family, whatever it may be. And we care about it. So it's, it's actually celebrated. <laughs> Whereas most companies like, you can't take a day off. You need to be in your seat from here to right. here. We really don't. It's about accomplishments, not hours yeah. spent in the office. Right. Well, and that's yeah, what you just described, the sort of 
rears and seats is not part of our culture, right? And part of our culture is really, yes, having fun, being authentic, authentic, true to yourself and what you need. And yeah, you're much more productive when you're happy and you are well taken care of. And yeah, you can get the job done and you might not need to be here every Friday afternoon. And that's a good thing. Heck yeah. Work from home in your PJs, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before we finish up today, do you have any final tips or thoughts for our listeners when it comes to professional or personal growth? Um, you know, obviously there's a lot we don't have control over, but anything our listeners might be able to apply. For sure. I mean, I would definitely say when you're building a team, keep before you start building a team, have an outline for what you want to do and have the culture of what you want to create. What do you want to build? What is the things that you're not going to compromise on? What are the items that you're not going to go, well, I just looked the other way. You can't do that. Have that plan, but yet be a leader when it comes to building that plan. Know what the role is. Understand what that role is. And don't be afraid to just step up and take, you know, take charge. Say, hey, let's do this together as opposed to you do it my way. Um, and take that input from all members of the team because you never know when that next good idea is going to come to you and who it's going to come from. Awesome. Fantastic tips. Thank you so much for all this today. As always, it was very fun having you on the show, but we we wouldn't expect anything less. So thank you again, Tom. Um, This has been really enjoyable. Awesome. Thank you so much. What a fun look into what's going on in the sales department, how they've grown, and the growth that they're looking forward to. And don't forget, we do have our careers page. So if you are interested in a sales position or another one, you can always check us out. And don't forget, if you need a visitor management system, we offer a two-week free trial, no credit card required at thereceptionist.com.